I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Joy. I'm not going to worry about your level of concern. Joy and double joy. We're talking about Twitter. Ripple joy. Think of how stupid the average person is and then realize half of them are stupider than that. Quadruple joy. We can't speculate and recollate. Just because you're the infinite and mesmeric light of eternal consciousness shining through the glistening but fractured lens of the individual human experience doesn't mean that you shouldn't enjoy high-quality internet content. It's time for high-quality internet content on 420. So it's a different type of uh, high-quality today. It's what Jin's talking about, the conversation about the Steelers' social media conversation. Uh, to, To take a line from my muse, um... Freddie Prince Jr. Hmm. This is about information, not affirmation. Oh, so I like I, I like that. I'm stealing that. Which 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 which? I mean, is that from She's All That? Which movie is that from? No, that's just from him uh, on his uh, on his IG ranting against Star Wars nerds who were like ranting against the new sequels or something. Oh wow, okay. I mean, I I I, I haven't thought of Freddie Prince Jr. since uh, 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 I want to say 2004. But okay, no, that's great. I'm glad he's out there standing up against this plight upon our times. It's information, not affirmation. What Jin's talking about? I'm Kyle Kreiss here with Greg Benavent. Hello. 
and uh there well we, we've got a little bit of both we've got information and some affirmation oh good uh because just when you thought you we keep thinking it's draft season but no it's still con con season con season never ends it's a year long apparently so let's get to the takes user naive neck 984 on reddit Omar Khan has done everything possible in free agency offseason. Uh, non, nonstop, he's burning the candle at all ends. Uh, has he done everything possible? I don't, you know, we didn't get that left tackle, I we, guess. I mean, I, uh, we didn't get the left tackle. It feels like, I don't know if he's done everything possible. I'm willing to say he's tried everything possible. Like, we've given everything and effort here. They brought it. I, I Somebody posted the entire list the other day, and I was stunned by it. They brought in a dozen guys. It's the it's an all time record. It's That's a con, lot of in, guys in con in Con's career as GM. All time <laughs> record, twelve guys. Wow. Um, no, is but it is a, it's a Steelers off season. I record. mean, if it's not, I'd be stunned if it wasn't. Particularly, and it's all before the draft. I mean, there's going to be at least another five, six, if not more guys coming in, not counting the undrafted free agents. That's that's a lot of new blood for a team that you know seemed to be on the rise. So I mean, it's exciting. It's different. It's different. That's what it is. It's yeah. You know, I'll I'll I'll, I'll say that. A lot of the pieces are still going to be the familiar. You know, I, I look at the offense especially, and mm-hmm. a lot of pieces are still the same. You know, yeah, we've got some new, uh, some, we'll have some changes in the offensive line to sort out, but certainly, um, you know, the the above above the fold players yes. as far as our superstars and that it's it's going to be the same those kind of same faces. Mm-hmm. I think that's true, and I also think Allen Robinson's going to be anywhere from the third, the fifth receiving option, which uh, uh, feels like an improvement, barring anything else. But I mean, we'll see. I mean, what was I, I? I'm sure my name, my mind has blocked it already. What was the name of the guy that uh, that came in the big free agent signing from the Colts, the receiver that was terrible? He dropped three passes, and then they caught him. It, uh, do you remember we won? Mon- it was Moncrief. That was it. Yes. It, uh, not saying this guy's Moncrief, but you know the shadow of Moncrief, who I'm sure was a very small man, uh, uh, looms large. So on, on the scale of Moncrief being a absolute worst case scenario to a uh, cotchery? I was uh, Cedric Wilson. I mean, I think those are both good. Uh, I don't know which one of those is better necessarily. Uh, this is somewhere in the middle. It's somewhere around a Darius Hayward Bay. Yeah, 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 yeah. A guy that like yeah, exactly. And I, I think that's an interest. I think that's a great analogy to pull out because it seems like that's a lot of kind of what they wanted with Robinson was like, hey, here's a guy who you know is just a, a, a wizened, you know, ancient veteran of 29. To be uh, on that offense. Oh, the oldest twenty-nine-year-old, I think, in the NFL. I'll uh, I'll get to that in a second. Let's <laughs> let's keep the love going. Reddit user and Sajajan and it's Jazzjan Jan. Oh, I don't know. This is and fantastic trade down seventeen spots in the seventh round for a guy who two seasons ago put up twelve hundred yards. Sure, he isn't the same player, but 
when he sure he wasn't the same player he was then, but the only risk is five million in cap space. Two seasons ago, he was twelve hundred yard. Well, why not Adrian Peterson? Two seasons ago, he was a hundred thousand yards. <laughs> right, exactly. It, uh, and I, I I don't know what the offense was like he was in two seasons ago, but my guess is that a lot of the air game went through him to get those twelve hundred yards. It's uh, barring catastrophic injuries, uh, Allen Robinson is not going to be the guy counted on for anything approaching twelve hundred yards. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully that uh, we can't verify that that's well, true, but it certainly that sounds sound, that right. sounds right. There though. you go. Um, okay, how let's one well, let's keep the love. It's not all love. Let's but let's mm. keep the love at Jim Stam twenty two for the city underscore four one two. A swap of seventh rounders and the Rams pick up the majority of the contract. Logan Khan strikes again. So is he more like Logan Roy from Succession, or is Omar Khan more like Omar Little from The Wire? I'm I'm glad you clarified that Logan Roy was a uh, reference to Succession. As someone that's been lying about watching the show, that made it a lot easier for me to understand. I mean, I prefer... Omar from The Wire because I'm old and have seen every episode of The Wire versus uh, Succession. So I get an Omar reference. I mean, it's in a way, I having not seen the show, I imagine Logan is probably a better analogy in that Omar, I mean, the whole gag behind Omar coming is that people avoid Omar. They want to stay away from him. No one deals with Omar. No one, like, negotiates with him. Omar is this almost supernatural force, whereas I'm assuming this Logan person is an exceptionally skilled negotiator, which is what we feel Omar Khan is, having not seen any of these guys play yet. I like that take. I I was going to say that... you know, Logan Roy on Succession is always trying to keep everyone in the dark, whereas... Mm. uh, Omar Little on the wire, he lets you know what's happening. That's you know? true. And that, so, it, and it, I think Omar Khan says what is, he kind of lets us know what's happening. I don't know, except besides the trading up to nine, maybe. We'll right, see. right. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. To be <laughs> we'll determined see about that. Yes. Okay, <laughs> but it's not all love uh, on our newest acquisition. Uh, at Ben Anderson fifty eight, Ben Anderson, Allen Robinson is just a guy, not a great acquisition. I don't know what Steelers Twitter is celebrating. Um, you know, is he? I guess you know. Yeah, I guess on some, on a lot of ways, he is just a guy. Well, it, it, two things is that one. I, I talked to my mother the other day, and she said, "Is this a good trade?" And I said, "I've heard of this guy." That 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 doesn't that hasn't happened in a minute. Like I know who Allen Robinson is. That doesn't always go. Uh, uh, so that I think that's a big part of what we're celebrating. Hey, it's a name we recognize. And secondly, he, let's say Allen Robinson is just a guy. Well, they needed a guy. They needed a they guy. They needed a guy to be the fifth wide receiver, the other option, because we don't actually know if Calvin Austin is just a guy. He might be more than that, but we don't know that. We can, you know, now they can come out and say on draft day, well, hey, well, you didn't you didn't draft a wide receiver this year. You're mm. always so good at that. Oh, well, well, we kind of have a, a, a rookie in Calvin Austin. They can right. come we and see say it. We see this as Calvin Austin's rookie season or whatever. Yeah. They've said so. I forget who they said that about in the past. I hope it wasn't Senquez Golson. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, so, you know, it kind of gives them some some leeway there. Well, mm-hmm. let's let's turn the takes up a little hotter. Let's go to. At Paul Zeiss, Paul Zeiss, the fact that the Rams were happily willing to pay $10.3 million for Allen Robinson to go away tells me they, they know this dude is done. This was just a dude that was going to get cut. Uh, why couldn't we just wait until 
they cut him? Well, a couple things. One, I, I, I think if they, we did wait till they cut him, someone else was going to pay a lot more than $5 million for him. And two, I, I def, I, I, it definitely tells me that the Rams are done. I mean, this is a total <laughs> rebuild here in Los Angeles. This is a disaster. This whole team, they maxed out the credit cards, and now you have to pay all of this stuff, and you have nothing to pay with it. So Interest rates are up. All yeah, of a sudden, can't yes, borrow money. Exactly. Yeah. You can't keep doing that. We trade everyone away and get the compensatory picks. All that's done. It, um, so, yeah, so it's it's. I think the Rams needed $5 million pretty badly. Because uh, if they, because if they, I mean, yeah, I mean, that was, I forget how these things are going to work, but it was going to be a bigger cap hit if they had cut him or however it works. I have no idea. But yeah. it, um, we, we never, yeah, we have no idea because we never have these conversations in Pittsburgh. Right. Right. We, we know we, we got the cap guru. Also, I mean, it's just hit me now. If the, I'm sorry, I mean the talk over. But no, if the Rams hadn't won that Super Bowl, and thank God they did beat the Bengals, this would be like the laughing stock organization. Like it would be the what not to do if they had lost that Super Bowl. Besides the Browns. Right, right. Said, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but like a new age what not what not to do in terms of like trading away all your draft picks for old overpriced guys and just filling them with rookies. Like it would have been a new way to screw everything up. But they got the Super Bowl, thankfully, so we don't talk like that you know i mean uh we we're adding our we're adding our share of uh older guys right so, and, uh, on defense yeah <laughs> well you know hey the, the takes are getting hotter he's heating up let's go to <laughs> hey. at hot underscore underscore Steelers Steelers hot takes we should be getting picks back for taking this horrific contract for a backup player subtraction by addition taking away reps from developing wideouts like austin um, this is this is a guy who who hasn't been on the field for the past two years. How you know? How is this guy going to help Kenny, who's uh who's ready to you know break out like superstars like uh like the dude in Cincinnati? It uh, well one I it just hit me now that if we had more time, we could absolutely start our own fake Steelers hot takes Twitter account and do some real damage <laughs> with that thing because this really does feel like this was generated in a lab. I mean, it's I'm trying to think of how optimistic you would have to be to be like Austin is one of our developing wide receivers who needs more reps in game day in games that matter to uh, figure this out. It uh, And also, too, I mean, it's. You know, I don't think, uh, barring them drafting a bunch of tight ends or something, like, I don't think this is a backup player. The fifth wide receiver isn't necessarily a backup player, not in the modern offense. Who is the? Who are the other? Who you you saying the fifth? Who who else are we? Well, I assume you got you got George, you got yeah. Deontay, Pat, and Najee. Oh, Pat and Najee. Uh, I see what you're saying. I mean, yeah. that's so. Those. I mean, just in terms of weapon on the place. on the on the field at the yeah, yeah for yeah. Kenny to throw to it. Um, and that's and that's not to say I'm sure the Steelers would be ecstatic if Austin passed Allen uh, Robinson, but I, I don't think no matter how well Austin rehabs, he's going to be taller than Allen Robinson. And don't forget people like Connor Hayward has mm. to be on the field sometimes. And yes. um, what else? Are we going to run sweeps with Gunner? Or, uh, yeah, I mean, I think Gunner's still on contract. So they keep and they're probably going to draft somebody maybe lower now. But, I mean, it'd, it'd be surprising if they didn't bring in some other kind of pass catcher. Didn't they just have that enormous, you know, granite-like tight end from Georgia in the visit the other day or something. Didn't I see that? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think I think I saw that. <laughs> I think... I, just like you saw Succession. I saw right, yeah, it. No. Yeah. 
Okay, well, that's even that's not the hottest take on okay. uh, on this move. We've got <laughs> at the Pony Express, Andrew Filipponi. The Steelers should have traded for Brandon Cooks. All it took was fifth and sixth round picks, and Cooks' cap hit is only six million and ten million. Cooks is considerably better than Robinson. If we're going after Penn Staters, <laughs> why did we get the oldest uh, Penn Stater, a twenty-nine-year-old ever? This dude played for Paterno. How is that? How is that mathematically possible? You told me that last night, and I, I it like broke my brain. Like I had to think about the numbers of it. it um, we could have had Brandon Cooks, younger, fresher, better. I, I guess. I mean, I, 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 we don't. have have a fifth round pick right or they don't yeah. have a sixth round pick there's yeah. something at, uh, and also too i think you know i i think the price was right with that five million i don't think they wanted to give away six million or ten million in two years i think they were very much like hey let's come in and see what this is i mean it you know i, I don't know I, I i think it was carvalli that made the point on twitter that like they're giving Allen robinson five million dollars last year marcus allen made three and I feel like yeah. that's sort of like that's become a kind of Mendoza line for like, you know, every now and then someone gets the bank error in their favor NFL contract. Well, I, I mean, I don't know if is this is he gonna, I don't see him playing special teams no. uh, like like Darius Hayward Bay did, you know, like no. Marcus Allen did earn some of that money with. Um, so oh, a majority of his money yeah. and Darius Hayward Bay and no, but he almost never played receiver. I mean, he was almost exclusively a, a, a special teams guy for a long time there. But, um, but yeah, I think I, I think they wanted the older guy. I think they kind of wanted this older dude. I, I like to think they called Cooks, but um, I don't know. They see. I mean, it, we're still figuring out this new regime. But it seems like when they want somebody or they like somebody, they tend to go after them. Let me let me add one thing. Uh, mm-hmm. At Fanta Skippy, this is Jeffrey Benedict. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Mitch Trubisky talking about uh, Robinson from 2020. So this mm. is back before he was in the black and gold. Okay. The way he practices and handles himself on a daily basis, I think all the young guys look up to A-Rob as the ultimate pro. Everything he earns on the field, he puts the work in for it. He's a great teammate. So it's like this is adding the leadership that maybe the offense hasn't had really since Ben been on the team. And the receivers since <laughs> Darius Hayward Bay. I mean, that's, you know, so yeah, that... um. And we know the Steelers uh, uh, prioritize that. They value that. And we also know, I, I mean, obviously this isn't why they did it, but I mean, the Steelers also tr- listen to Mitch. I mean, it's, they know, they, uh, Mitch, I mean, they, if Mitch likes somebody, they seem, they certainly think highly of Mitch. So. Oh, uh, yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, if, if, uh, if Mitch is vouching, right? <laughs> nobody loves football as much as I do. If nobody loves his foot, you know, but a close second uh-huh. is A-Rob. A-Rob. Right? By the way, that's so hard to say and not just go into A-Rod. Like A-Rob. A-Rob. Is not easy. I don't know if you were easier. It's easier on you since you went to Penn State. But yeah, it, it takes a second. My mind has like twisted around. At the I'm end. loving this all Penn State. You know, we're, okay. So we've got a wide out at Penn State, a tight mm-hmm. end. We're going to draft Joey Porter. We're going to mm-hmm. the corner. Marcus Allen, we lost. Well, but- but they're thinking about. I mean, even in the middle rounds, the the safety who name has the apostrophe in it. Uh, love what's it. His name? I love know, it. I know somebody mentioned him at uh, as a fourth round pick or so. I love it. All Penn State all the time. Uh, what could, you know? What could go wrong with that? We're doing we're doing uh, legacy by by you know fatherhood or whatnot. Let's do. <laughs> the Steelers believe in bloodlines more so than like Opus Day, like. All right, let's well, you know, well, let's let's get some red meat for the listeners. It's okay. not just uh, it's not just con season. Right. 
because we found a way to blame Canada in all this at Sharp Football, Warren Sharp. Since drafting Kenny Pickett, the Steelers have tried to add help. Drafted George Pickens, drafted Calvin Austin, traded for Allen Robinson to go with Deontay Johnson and Najee Harris. Yet they still have Matt Canada as OC to muck it all up. What are we even happy about? We could have, uh, we could have, you know, Chase. Uh, we could have Randy Moss. Who doesn't matter? We got Matt Canada, the weak link. It is. I mean, there's a few weird things about this tweet. One, it, it, it's I mean, thankfully, it's not a fan saying this. It's someone that I think has some kind of like actual media job. This sharp football. Yeah. Person. Yeah. It, uh, and also just the way it's constructed. It just it's so weird that it says since drafting Kenny Pickett, you know, a decade ago <laughs> like, yeah, and less, all this time. Less we've been than, building less these than guys. 12 months ago. Because it's like and look, since drafting Kenny Pickett, the Steelers have tried to add help. George Pickett's they drafted him in the next round. It was 24 <laughs> hours later. Like it's Calvin Austin was 48 hours after. Like it's all that time they gave him. They, yeah. You know, they've been investing all this time in the in that, you know, they were so surprised to have Kenny at 20 and then they said time to invest right it's time to invest and it's also Deontay Johnson round three when Kenny was a junior or a sophomore he was within the third round maybe a freshman I mean I forget how it worked but it um but yeah, yeah back when uh Anthony Allen Robinson was only uh eight years into the league right at- exactly yes when he yeah when he was yeah when he's getting his gray hair at 26 or whatever but um so yeah so it's 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 you know I mean this I mean it, it's the I mean the Glen Gary plays are going to be like you UFOs like they, they're they're theoretical until one lands in your house until you see it so I mean it's I, I don't know but it uh, but this does seem like man I'm not getting enough engagement on my Steeler tweets let's put in something about uh, uh, Canada here at the end what is is the pressure on Canada I mean it's like he's gotten he has everything that he needs right it's not like well it, barring injury you know we're still knock on oh my gosh yes. knock on every wood here mm-hmm. uh that was glass um, right but it, it, they don't know it's radio yeah, yeah so mm-hmm. you know you can't say wow we didn't have a receiver we didn't have we you know what you, you can't say what can you say? You well, know? I mean, I think it's it's you know because I, I, I like you, I am a big believer in hey, it's it's the players. I mean, the coaches go, but so far, but man, they didn't extend Canada. I mean, this is the last year of the contract, right? I mean, yeah. is it, so it's you know, so he really does, I think, have to produce here. So I think there is a bit of pressure on him, legitimately. Um. All right. Well. You don't know what yeah. you're talking about. Like it's just, oh. it's just annoying. Oh, okay. Ben's a Canada fan, so I don't know. All right, enough uh, because we've got mocks to talk about, but uh-huh. we'll do that in the second half of the show. This is the time. You know, I I went back last year with yes. our with our first mock the mock special, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that I had to remind myself, that, like. Three quarters of the best mocks happened after April fourteenth. So in this time, so you know it's only April twentieth. So it really only now is when mocks matter. If they gotcha. ever, if they ever matter, right? To the extent that they do, it's only here in, uh, for lack of a better phrase, the red zone. We are we are in the Heinz red zone. The mock we're we're in the mo- the mocking red zone. Uh, and so now you'll it's time to pay attention. That's coming up next. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sorry, it's clearing my throat. I've seen these mocks pick so many names all on their boards, but they're all the same. And we're the only ones that know the difference. They don't care about your situation. All these mocks are just mental masturbation. And now some tabulation. There's only one way. There's only one way to mock. All right, it's time to mock the mock. <laughs> the time is now. The place is here. Ooh. The whole world is filled with mocking cheer. <laughs> like I said, now is the time. After February 14th is when the best mocks happen. Um, all right, let's get to them. Mm-hmm. We'll start with at Blitzburg, Peter King. Peter King was one of our best mockers last year, if mm-hmm. not the best mocker. Yeah. No mock from him, but best rumor of the week. Steelers trading up from 17 to nine. If Jalen Carter's there, there could not be a more perfect coach for Carter than Mike Tomlin. Hmm. I, you could say that about any of these. I could say right. they're probably not a better coach for any of these players. Than yes, Mike exactly. I, 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 like I had a minute when I was like on the treadmill, and I was like, "All right, what would it take for the Steelers to do this in terms of like how they'd have to feel about their team?" Just, just, just a mental exercise, which is all oh, this is because it's all irrelevant. What it so they'd have to absolutely love Dan Moore, 
They'd have to totally believe in the corners they have or think that there's somebody that's falling to them in round three. Or maybe you still hang on to a second round pick to go up that high. You'd have to trade something nice. Um, I think they say it would ha- it would take 49. I think it would say 17 and 49 to get up to nine. Okay. Is the, is the according to the, you know, the, oh, the, the point mocking system. points. Yeah. The points. It, uh, so, yeah, so you feel good about Dan Moore. Maybe you think we're getting a corner somewhere else. It, uh, I mean, it's it's not crazy, crazy, because, I mean, people really believe in this Carter guy, but uh, it still feels pretty crazy. You know, say you still had 32, mm-hmm. so you, you went up, got him, and then at 32, you you would still have, you know, maybe one of the best of those second-tier corners or right. tackles, you know, or, you know, someone uh, someone, someone who slipped and fell or uh, the best of the next bunch. See, that's just it. But uh, uh, right, you're 100% right. And that's why I was thinking, like, for them to do it, you'd have to you'd have to be comfortable with either A, really love Dan Moore, or B, really been doing a corner, be into your, one of your corners because you're thinking, okay, we're not going to get both of those guys here. Both in, I mean, it's a deep corner class. And when you talk about it out, it doesn't sound quite as insane as it feels at first. But uh, still, wow, that would be aggressive. Yeah, we've never we've never seen we've never seen it, right? I mean, never... it, how they went up pretty far to get Bush. 10, they went to 10. Yeah, from like 22 or 23, it was something. And steep. I and I feel like and I feel like they they had to give up a little more than what this yeah, would be. Yeah, cuz they gave up, was it at a second or a couple thirds or something, but it um and it's and I remember one of them turned into a pretty decent tight end if I remember correctly. But yeah, I mean that would be a lot too, but it um and uh, yeah, I forget what they go- had to do to get up for Troy. But I mean, it's you know, there's a lot of people that say this Carter guy's just the best player in the draft. I mean, off the, uh, the off-field stuff, which seemed not good, but also not the kind of thing. It's not like he was a repeat offender, and him showing up out of shape maybe wasn't the smartest decision either. But um, but I mean, I don't know if he's still there at eight or nine. I could see them all of a sudden, you know, reenacting the third act of draft day. Sure. And I'm only giving it credence. See, the, on one hand, I, I'm giving it credence because Peter King is uh, was one of our uh, deemed mockable sources last year. Yes. Although this year, although th- with this whole thing, it's like best rumor of the week. It feels like something that's just in his group chat or well, something. If that, and also again, how are you defining best? Best is in most accurate, or this is the juiciest thing. I have something to talk about this yeah, week. But yeah, but just you know, if you Google his name, this is what you're you see. Not exactly. You know, yeah. I mean, and best doesn't mean oh, this is the lock. Uh, rumor of the week. It means this was the most fun thing to talk about. Yeah, it means I don't have to fill out a mock, which uh, he hasn't done, which I've been, you know, trying to find the mock. Right, the one you would actually look up with the guy that got it pretty good last year. Yeah. Okay, well, let's, uh, you know, from a trusted insider to an untrusted <laughs> insider, Ray Fittipaldo from the PPG was on 93.7, the so-called fan. I can't make a call on pick 17 if you really if you really wanted me to take an educated guess i would say offensive tackle at 17 that's only because it's a very deep cornerback class they can go ahead and get a starter still at 32 or even 49 i think it's a dead heat between offensive tackle and cornerback yeah and i i mean that's how i feel the person watching this from the outside but i i did like how you set up ray fittipato as someone that's being untrustworthy and his information has been wrong in the past and i also like how you for those of you that were just listening you heard kyle kind of skip for a second because with the actual quote starts with i can't make a call on that and i was ready to say like and scene that's ray fittipato <laughs> like it's i can't make a call on that and there we go like yeah enough uh, said you should have ended <laughs> end of tweets <laughs> 
Um, but well, I mean, but that's also how I've been feeling too, just as a person consuming this dreck now since uh, 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 you know the last game uh, since the Steelers beat the Browns. At- yeah, that, again, I yeah, I have the same take as Ray. So what? Mm-hmm. Why am I knocking him down? Because he's supposed to be a professional insider, and right. I'm just the guy on social media. Yes, exactly right. And it's now I'm sure there is. I mean, it wouldn't at all surprise me if they were having this kind of debate internally at the Steelers headquarters. Like, should we take a corner or uh, offensive tackle? I don't know. I mean, it's <laughs> but right now, I mean, it, that's going to be determined. I think a lot by the board. And he's putting together. I mean, we know how, it, I mean, I think that's, you know, every regime is different, but I imagine this regime is going to take the board pretty seriously, just like the last one did. Well, did you hear the interview in the past week that, uh, with, uh, with Dick LeBeau. And, yes. And they, what, he says, there is no pounding on the table, really. That's yeah. kind of like figured out before you, we get into the war room. Yes, because that's how adults do decision making. <laughs> that's how it's not these like dramatic scenes where, you know, Rooney says, no, we're taking a quarterback and then stares him down. I want the guy from uh, Ohio. I want the guy from Finley. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you're overruled. No one has ever said you're overruled. We're, over- we're not. We're not repeating the Marino mistake. <laughs> yeah. No, I do believe somebody got in their feelings drunk and texted that. Like I totally believe that 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 happened. That uh, uh, before or after Pickett was drafted. And, um, Let's. Uh, well, you know, here uh, we we you know we were on the fence about whether or not to disqualify this guy, but now we can I think put him maybe on back on the list mm-hmm. at Alex Kazora. Alex Kazora. Pittsburgh assistant GM Andy Weedle was at Tennessee's Pro Day along with offensive line coach Pat Meyer. Uh, even though Tomlin and Kahn were stuck at league meetings, that'll boost Darnell Wright's odds at tackle. He's been on the mock lists, but we're afraid to uh, consider him because there was no Tomlin presence. But isn't Andy Weedle as good as a as an Omar Khan? Well, I don't know if Andy Weedle's as good as an Omar Khan, but I do believe they were stuck at those meetings. I mean, that's that again, as we said at the time, that seems so dumb. Why would you schedule your pro day again? The University of Tennessee, place that's had plenty of great football players come out of it, and more good ones to come. Uh, scheduled as the same day as these league meetings. That's that's a mess up by someone in terms of scheduling, whether it's the schools or the NFL. And is it more important for, you know, it's like, is is it on these schools to be like, hey, wait, are there NFL meetings? Maybe we shouldn't be putting our pro days. I mean, I I don't know which would be easier to move around. I mean, it's. it's, Or do half of these GMs don't even attend in the first place? See, I I wonder if now that I've said that, now that you've brought it up, I think you make a good point. We might be looking at this through like a far too Steeler centric uh, lens, or at least I am. I mean, think of it, you know, maybe there's other teams where like, hey, the head coach isn't going to your pro day. He's not glad handing and eating and going out to pizza or whatever with some guy who, you know, they're not going to draft at, uh, nor are they going to pursue in free agency five years from now. You don't even get to meet Sean Payton until your second contract. <laughs> <laughs> so he's not coming to your pro day. Um, all right, let's, is there someone we can disqualify from the list at the Mick Norton, Nick Martin, I'm listening to this podcast. Tony Pauline had some interesting observations from Mike Tomlin on Dewan Jones, tackle from Ohio State. They apparently were not pleased that he didn't work out or measure in at his pro day. Uh, he stated that he's falling down the board. So I went and listened to the quote. Um, 
you know, so Darwin, Dar, Dewan Jones, the other tackle from Ohio State, uh-huh. he had a phenomenal day at practice at the Senior Bowl, but he didn't practice the next two days, didn't play in the game, went to the combine, ran the 40, did the position drills, but then at the Ohio State Pro Day, when Mike Tomlin and everyone showed up, they were, quote, very upset because Jones did nothing at his pro day. Mm. Um this guy is from Pro Football Network, Tony Pauline. Okay, okay. It's, uh, you know, so it's not, uh, you know, it's not just some dude on his podcast like that that Chicago rumor. From I see, right? Last it's week. Nor, yeah, and it's although I, 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 first I do bump against anyone who starts a tweet with "I am listening to this podcast." Like it's <laughs> that's that's a tough go in general. I mean, it's again, I, again, we're back to how do you read context? How do you read what people say? Tomlin and these guys, they were very upset. He did nothing in his party. Please define for me very upset. Is it like, oh, geez, you didn't run versus like this fool? What was he <laughs> thinking? This is absurd. I, but, you know, they do come and spend that time yes. to come there, even though it's, you know, only four hours away or whatever, three hours. Right. Or, but um, they have other things on their schedule they could be doing versus going to Columbus, Ohio. And, you know, if you want to be the 32nd overall or, mm-hmm. you know, who knows, maybe even the 17th overall, yeah. uh, you know, maybe you want to put on it. But then again, if this guy wasn't if he wasn't in, at weight or if he wasn't in shape and mm-hmm. then, you know, they make these decisions that. Uh, they think are best for them. I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, and and I'm sure, and I it, to speak to your point because you're right. Somebody advised him to do these things. It's not like he just woke up that day like ah, I don't feel like lifting. This is this, this is a nice day. Why would I do that? I don't know. I'm worried. Mm-hmm. I'm worried. You know. I'm, I don't know. But then again, if this guy is 32, uh, that then it seems like a steal of a pick. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it seems like there's. Uh, the things you see now out there are a lot more about the tackles at 32. This Harrison from Oklahoma, this guy, Dewan, the uh, even Wright from Tennessee, they think might be there at 32. At um, You know, I, it seems like the second, the first tier of tackles, it, it's almost, I mean, that, that, that seems to be so much of what this draft is about as a fan, right? As a Steelers fan, who's going to fall? Is it going to be someone from the first tier of tackles or from the first tier of cornerbacks? Who, which of those guys is going to be there at 17? And if they're all gone, then start being like, hey, who wants to draft the Tennessee quarterback or whatever? <laughs> like, Well, it's not, you know, it's it's you don't have to have the top tier of tackles. You know, Dan Moore Jr. wasn't probably uh, considered a top or second tier of tackle when he was selected. So Certainly it was the fourth round, so it was yeah. far, far from that. But um, And neither was Max Starks. Yeah, I mean that's that sort of you know it's it's they haven't had one of these and certainly the exact opposite of the top tier was Alejandro Villanueva, but or even a Marvell Smith was uh, he was a second I so, think yeah, yeah. But not so a thirty exactly you know, not a thirty two right? not yeah. a thirty two exactly it, uh, this is, it would be the highest rated highest drafted corner cor- uh, tackle since um or yeah, I mean Smith. a Mike Adams situation that was a second round right I think was he a second I think he was a second I think you're right at uh, yeah mm, that was a shame. So you know, there's more hits than misses. I would, I think, on the ta- or I'm just thinking of the hits. Maybe I'm sure right. Maybe yeah, others. I mean, that's, I forgot about Mike Adams. I mean, that's uh, a shame that was. He seemed like a sweet guy. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Well, let's forget about tackles. Forget about corners because we're forgetting about at the Pony Express. Andrew Filipponi. sources. 
do not sleep on the Steelers taking Lucas Van Ness with their first pick. There are people in the front office who really want the guy. Stay tuned. People in the front office, I think of when we had Austin in here, and it's like people in the front office are you know, just keeping the lights on and stuff. I, I don't know. <laughs> Lucas Van Ness sounds like a character on Succession. Like That's someone I would watch on that. It, um, but I, 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 I mean, as, as goofy as, as Filipponi and all this is, I, I do think that, you know, as we sit here a week away with um, Robinson coming in and Bud Dupree not, that the idea of them getting a pass rusher earlier than I ever would have anticipated within the last few months isn't impossible. I mean, it's just like we talked about. What if the corners are gone? What if the the tackles are gone? What if you no one wants to trade? What if you're not sure about the Alabama safety? Then maybe you're just like, all right, let's get the biggest pass rusher there is and, uh, you know, let it, the chips fall if, if could it be at 80 though in like third round you know oh Yo, yeah that's what i would think i mean I'll, i'm with you i mean it's it's it, 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 like what the pick that was going to go to a uh, the thought of a possession receiver can now go to a you know some guy that was crushed at like iowa state or something like yeah they you know all, for all that effort they went to uh, iowa state you'd think that someone's gonna better be drafted there <laughs> You gotta. Otherwise, you can't write off those uh, airline miles, probably, right? Um, we're sorry. The IRS said you didn't draft someone from Iowa State. Um, let's go back to user applauding okra on Reddit. Still think they add a wide receiver in rounds two to four. Robertson makes punting it if things don't break their way a viable option because well, could wide receivers still be, uh, be in play oh yeah i mean it's it's you know i ever i think everything's in play that's the, the the that's another part of the real beauty of what con's done all of it can be in play you can go in and find the best player available the one you feel is the absolute best Let's break down where we're at okay. we're uh, we're up to 118 mocks we added 17 this week 23 different players still leading the pack Joey Porter Jr. Oh, wow. uh, 26 mocks he gained 5 this week hmm. the, more than anyone else so you know it's either the easy pick or the obvious choice you know is this you know we're going to look back at this like it was Najee like duh this was this was the gimme the whole time well i mean a couple things i, I don't think we're going to look at this as the same gimme just because i've read so many places when you see the mock draft they have Joey Porter Jr going 16 to the commanders because I guess they need a cornerback. At, um, so that, you know, that I, I don't think there was nowhere with that with the Najee pick. I mean, it was not like there was someone, oh, it, you know, four picks before the Steelers that was going to get a running back. Like, no, but it was uh, the Kenny pick was certainly not. Yeah, the Kenny uh, pick was, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, Carolina and all that. Yeah, there were a lot, Seattle, there were a lot of different places that Kenny went in those mock drafts. All right, so after Joey Porter Jr., the next biggest gainer is Broderick Jones, the tackle from Georgia. He gained four up to 16. He He's the he's our number two mm-hmm. mocker. Uh, number three, uh, the the third biggest gainer, uh, gained three up to twelve. Deontay Banks, the corner from Maryland. Mm. This seems to be the popular pick now among insiders and whatnot. This is what Brian McFadden uh, picked mm-hmm. on the Jim Wexel podcast this okay. week. Okay. Oh, good. Um. So you know, cornerback. It's not Joey Porter, but it sounds like it's still one of the 
I guess if it's not the top three, is it is he the fourth? I mean, I don't know. Well, there is something funny about like if you don't end up getting Joey Porter Jr., you get the next uh, 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 cornerback, the one that was born and raised in Baltimore and played at Maryland. Like it's you know <laughs> it, there is if something gonna, weird. About it. And if they're going to take our guy, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yes, there is something weird about that. But it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's you know I know every now and then someone comes out with some hot takery saying this Banks is a better athletic, uh, uh, whatever, more athletic than Porter and all that. That, which sure fine but again we know what the Steelers believe in in terms of genetics yeah yeah and the fourth biggest mocker currently is Darnell Wright the tackle from Tennessee he gained two he's up to 11 so that gives us you know our, our I'll repeat our my assumption or our mm-hmm. assumption. I don't know if you're gonna no no I this. agree with it because you did all this work yes. <laughs> so can the can we learn anything from mock drafts? I, it's like chaos theory, you know. It's like the Plinko chips. <laughs> we can't predict any single random mock, but in a pattern of a big enough sample size of mocks, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a pattern emerges, a bell curve or sorts, you know. And so, and my theory is, if we can get a fifty percent threshold of mock drafts, that will point us in the direction to the the correct pick. We got mm-hmm. last season fifty percent gave us. Uh, it was Malik Willis, it was Desmond Ritter, and it was Kenny Pickett. Mm-hmm. And so one of those three, and so that that's how it hit. Mm-hmm. So with that theory going, the 50% threshold at 118 mocks, that means we need, you know, 60 plus. Uh, it's Joey Porter Jr., 26, Broderick Jones, 16, Deontay Banks, 12, Darnell Wright, 11. Those four Give us the fifty percent. One of those four. One of those two corners or two tackles, which okay. is say just what Fiddle, Fiddle Pony. What I mean, yes. Fiddle said That's exactly what he said in the first yes. half of the show. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, and it's also, I mean, and the next two you have, next three you have beneath that are include another tackle, another cornerback, and a safety who can play cornerback. Yeah, that's not. Um, yeah, that goes into lesser, you know, lesser percentages there. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Yeah, it's still looking to be corner tackle. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, let's quickly look at pick 32. Mm-hmm. We're up to 63 mocks. Seven. We gained seven this week. 23 different players. We gained one. Um, it was leading the way with eight is. Dewan Jones, the tackle from mm. Ohio State. So wouldn't it be nice if he was sitting there at 32, man? It'd be like, get one of these corners at 17, get the tackle at 32. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next biggest at 32 is the tackle, uh, Anton Harrison from mm-hmm. Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Then we've got a three-way tie. Uh, Keely Ringo, the corner from Georgia. Mazzy Smith, the tackle, defensive tackle from Michigan. And Josh Downs, the wide receiver from UNC, although, you know, the mocks may be affected in the next week by the right. uh, by the addition of Robertson. Exactly. Particularly here in the second round. But yeah, I mean, it's 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 that's that would be great. The corner and the offensive tackle in those first two picks. That would really be something new, uh, new at 32 this week. Uh, Julius Brents, the cornerback hmm. from Kansas State. I've heard some people say, well, this you know, if you like Joey Porter, this guy's taller and jumps higher or something, you know, <laughs> Which, I mean, is great, but I also remember Justin Lane. I remember a yeah. lot of these jumping, the guys that jump and run fast and are big and don't do this very well. I do think what's interesting, and boy, it didn't hit me until now, all of the defensive line prospects fell out of the first 
round the 17 top things there like it's you no longer hear that Brice guy you don't hear um uh, yeah Mazzy Smith yeah uh, I mean Mazzy and even then he's only getting five not that there's as many mocks that include yeah. 32 but still it uh that's very interesting particularly in a world where the best rumor is the Steelers setting a lot of stuff on fire to get the best defensive uh tackle there they've just done a lot of work uh, in that room, mm-hmm. to, you know, it's like that rust. I mean, look at the defensive line. It's already Cam, Larry, mm-hmm. Montrevious Adams, um, uh, Fihoko, mm-hmm. Loudermilk, Liao, mm-hmm. um, and I'm missing one more. You are. That's just it. We don't even know the guy's name. I mean, that's. I mean, they've shown that they're willing. If they think there's a great enough player there, they're willing to not blow up a room, but put a big guy in there that would dominate the room. That's what they did with uh, the guard from the Eagles that they signed, that Sumalo. Who, uh, by the time the season starts, I will know how to say yeah, that. Say Sayamalu. Say a you. Say a me. Say a what? That was bad. Scratch that from the record. Um. So all right, so we we we'll, we'll still you know we'll, next week even though it is draft day if you're tuning early enough we'll give the final final uh, mock results because yes. you know last year we got 59 mocks in the pa- in the last week oh man so that would it's blow probably up probably going to be worse that could blow up our entire uh, mathematical scheme I don't know so, that's true that's true so we'll see okay in the meantime why don't we get the band on the field where oh my gosh why. Oh, God, why can I ever get this right? I need a producer. I need an intern. <laughs> Finally found me. I found the button that plays Renegade Music. All right. <laughs> Some odds and ends. Let's start with at Steeler Nation. Steeler Nation. Bud Dupree tried Mike Tomlin, Omar Khan, and Art Rooney, but he couldn't talk them into a one-year deal. Uh, this was, I don't know if you saw Ramon Foster kind of had the details. He talked to Bud and, um, you know, he really wanted to play here, but he, you know, he just, he, he didn't want to be here for two years or he wanted right. to, he wanted a chance to earn some more that's money. That's just it. You have the one great year and then you go make the big money somewhere else. That's what he wanted. And the Steelers don't really try not to let that kind of thing happen. And that sort of gets back to what I think we were talking about earlier. I think that's what Alan Robinson would have preferred. If they hadn't, tra- if someone hadn't traded for, if him. he like, would have got released, yeah, then that release been- him and then let mm-hmm. somebody give me the one-year deal. Let me put up something close to twelve hundred yards again, and let me go somewhere and be uh, uh, their big, you know, number two option for a while. But you know what I like about this is that it's coming from a first source, first person yes. source. It's not some of this speculation and regulation, mm-hmm. uh, and they're not afraid to say. You know, it's not like sources. Oh, my sources, like hey, uh, Ramon is like, look, I called Bud. I talked to Bud. Yeah. Yes, it's it's. I can read you these texts. Mm-hmm. Um, which uh, yeah, I think there should be more of that. Okay, how about? Okay, get it at Halvey buckets. Halvey buckets. Calvin Austin didn't play most of training camp preseason. He's undersized both in height and weight. His game is based on speed, and he had a Liz Frank injury. Did you hear this? Did this? This? Uh, I didn't read this anywhere else. Oh, the, the I thought. Injury- I, th- I mean, I th- I thought, and I could be wrong. That's what they'd said it was at the time when he stepped wrong on the night before the Jacksonville uh, preseason game. But um, again, each of these, in its own right, is a reason to trade a seventh round pick and five million to go get Allen Robinson. <laughs> Um, if it was Liz Frank, uh, I mean, you know, it could be like 
Mark Malone situation where he never he never gets that speed back. Or I mean, or uh, Ty Law wasn't the same after the one he suffered against the Steelers. It, I mean, hopefully, I mean, again, it's Liz Frank is so weird. It sounds like a high end perfume, but really, it's one of the worst injuries you can suffer. But yeah, it sounds uh, yeah, it sounds like the chain that uh, Levi Wallace is wearing. <laughs> I'm wearing Liz Frank. <laughs> no, no one. Okay, no one like that. Um, <laughs> let's go to at Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers. Who do you want to see in the 2023 Steelers Hall of Honor class? Nominate your favorites for a chance to win a VIP trip. It's time to nominate the Hall of Honor. And, you know, it's the 15th anniversary of the 08 team. So you could say you can start adding some of those guys. But do you have to put in someone like Joey Porter Sr. before you start getting to that class? Well, I mean, I thought they had a list of finalists you could choose from. And I remember looking at the list that was provided and thinking like, yeah, I'd put in all these guys. I don't know how you'd debate which of them. You know, I didn't see David Little play, but like the rest of them, it was a lot of like, oh, well, of course that guy should be in there. Like, I think Porter was on it at, um, you know, and I just because I immediately saw him and then uh, 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 imagined him like shouting into a microphone. You should have drafted my son at some kind of Steelers related event. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, there's a list out that the Steelers put out, and I was like, oh yeah, all these guys should be in. How how do you vote? How do you vote one of these dudes out? I I don't have the list in front of me, but um, I mean, hmm. Dave, David Little replaced Andy Russell at linebacker, so he you know he doesn't have all of the he gets a little bit of the glory from the dynasty yeah years, but. and it's 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 a lot of those like great players in the 80s that for teams that you know it's in one of the rare places where like you didn't win a championship what did you do for us like that weird thing that could happen in Steelers lore I am ready to vote what about okay wait is this is this it's Okay, I think I found the list is it uh Gary Anderson I think that's right yeah I think Gary was on Chad it, yeah. Brown James Ferrier, you got to put James Ferrier, mm-hmm. James Harrison, of course, uh, Casey Hampton, Heinz Ward. So they are kind of um, they're they're starting to dip into that 2008. Yeah, team. I mean it's because I forget what there's some weird I, I forget what the Steelers largely made up qualifications for this. Like you have to retired for X amount of years. I don't think it's the five that the the league does for the Hall of Fame, but uh, it's not like you get it the next year, like. All right. Well, my, out of those, my vote, I got to be, it's got to be James Ferrier first. I don't know if I'm ready to put him in Heinz Ward. I'm not ready to put him all And Gary Anderson. Too, right. right. See, that's know. what I did. They're, all, they're all in. They're right. all in. I mean, eventually. Bring them uh, all. Harrison. Yeah. Bring them all in. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Let's give the final word to. Where's the sound? Oh, because I looked up the, I was looking up the. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> At Barstoolberg, Barstool Yinzers, Kenny Thicket arriving for spring OTAs. He uh, looks like my man has been, uh, you know, hitting the hitting the weights. I guess quesadilla power, right? It's, yeah, uh, he's putting that. Uh, it's uh, that he's, protein. Yeah, he's not carb loading anymore. It's all protein. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no tortilla on the quesadilla. <laughs> Hold the tortilla, please. I mean, the, I mean, it, it, it makes all the sense in the world. I mean, I, I as soon as I saw that, I immediately thought of that Ravens game at Acroshore last year when that guy hit him and he was knocked out for the game and thinking, geez, no matter how great Kenny's career is, no matter what kind of upswing he has between seasons, he's never going to be as big as Ben. 
And if he takes yeah. any of those hits that Ben mm. shrugged off or bloodied Ben, they could easily knock him out of the game because he's never going to be that big a guy. So it makes all the sense in the world to, uh, you know, not see the sun and uh, keep bench pressing while watching uh, players on your Microsoft Surface. The pickler is the thickler. <laughs> uh, hide, your, hide your girl. Okay. Well, I think that is it for us uh, forever, maybe. For... <laughs> For now. That's what we've been talking about. Thank you, Coach. We will uh, We'll see you next week. Yeah, next week we'll get the final mock tallies. Tune in before the pick goes down at 17. Mm-hmm. Uh, because then otherwise it's moot. And you can right, just, exactly. Just delete, delete from, you know. You wasted an hour. Yeah. And then you don't want to waste our hour, right? <laughs> right. I counted all these mock. I counted 118 mock. I still can't believe you do that. And, I, and last year it was 300 some mocks. Oh, man. You know? No, no, no. That's, I was like, no, no mocks in March. But I really should have been just like no mocks until April. Really. Yeah, that's. Oh, that's what we'll know for next year. Even less mocks. Mm-hmm. But I just want to have a big enough sample size. And then if our conjecture doesn't even work, then it's all for naught anyway. Right. All right. If uh, if you want to keep the conversation going, I'll be on social media at Kyle Kreiss. Greg, how about yourself? Yeah, uh, social media, Twitter and Instagram at Greg Benevent, V as in boy, E-N-E, V as in Victor, E-N-T. All right. Until next week, continue listening to your coach. Be the best selves. That's going to be required. Stay in school. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.